0: You're listening to the A. Scully cast, brought to you by www.ascully.com. And here are your hosts, A. Scully and Sid Talk. Happy Christmas, Sid Talk. Happy Christmas. Ha- oh no, let me just say, happy Boxing Day.
1: Happy Boxing
0: Day. Um, we haven't been here for a week, it feels longer than that for some reason.
1: It's two weeks.
0: Oh, we haven't actually done a podcast for two weeks, no. so we are back. I mean
1: uh, we've missed one week which means it's been two weeks since, since we've we done one really.
0: yeah um we're back it's the day after Christmas Boxing Day To so as UKers nothing to you people Just <laughs> nothing normal at all. Sunday yeah um so happy Boxing Day or happy nothing if you're American <laughs> um I was going to say let's talk about our Christmas stuff but no let's go into that near the end what we got for Christmas so what was our pre-discussion
1: we'll go into that for a second it kind of links to the Christmas
0: uh, I was talking about um, I. you're
1: basically pulling out your penis with the e-penis um, your e-penis yes with the uh, new what do you call them St-
0: SSD solid state no I mean correct. the
1: new The your computer's faster blah 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 and this is how great it is and this is how fast it is because you got a new hard drive uh, SSD.
0: Not a hard drive. I <laughs> can't call it that.
1: No, it's a big stick of S- RAM.
0: <laughs> basically. An
1: e-penis. Yeah. We could just call it that. You're that fond of it. I'll that talk you about call it. it yeah.
0: your <laughs> but all I can say to anybody out there, if they're into computers in any way and they um, like upgrading the computers, etc., an SSD drive is the new, basically like the new generation of a hard Like it's, You can't call it a hard drive, but. It is what will replace hard drives in the future. Hard drives will go away eventually because they're unreliable and slower. These will come in. um, They're right on the cutting edge at the moment. Very expensive, as you know, because you bought it, me. Mm -hmm. Um, But absolutely, in my opinion, if you're into PCs at all, Macs even, laptops, they're an absolute amazing upgrade. I mean, my, If you
1: got together with another dude who wanted to flop out his e-penis, you could go at it for hours just talking about how I could tell you computer. how many Ks a second I'm transferring, etc. <laughs> and what do you call it when you do benchmarking and all that kind of stuff? Yeah, I, have you I'm, done any of that yet?
0: I have, and the, the SSD, compared to my old hard drive, which was not a slow hard drive, it was a, one of the best ones you can get, is three times as fast, which is insane. I mean, it's... It's insane. I installed Windows in just over four minutes, which takes forty minutes on a hard drive. See,
1: you're gonna well, that's that could be enough because you could go on yeah, seriously. Because
0: yeah. before we were, you were you, I could see the excitement rising. When I installed yeah. Windows, yes, I installed Windows on Christmas Day. Yes, I am a <coughs> But I spent Christmas morning installing Windows, but it was like mind blowing. I was sat here going, "Really? Is it <laughs> as it finished?" <laughs> And I was like, the desktop was up, and I was like, I don't believe that. And then I looked, and I was like... See,
1: you're going on and on. It's done. Okay, let's move on. To All right, show. so
0: this is um, After the Show, number 152. It's Sunday, December the 26th, 2010. The movie we're going to be looking at this week, which we have just viewed, is Salt on Blu-ray Disc. 2010 movie released by our friends at Sony on Blu-ray on the 21st of December so it came out the week before Christmas so you can get it with your Christmas gift vouchers or money available now um, quite good value for uh, in my opinion just for something we'll mention later so what's salt all about
1: Not that I'm not happy that you don't that you love your hard drive, but I do know it's a geeky thing that you could just go on and on about salt is a woman Um, action... We'll see. It's... uh, I don't want to give anything away, and I don't want to, like, blow the wad. So, it's basically a female action hero woman who were put in a modern day, but we're talking about the Cold War again, and sort of the Russia versus the U.S. I don't think that's anything secret. And sort of the... the really complex thing of uh, some conspiracy theories about sleeper agents in the US and things like that and combined in there is this little trickling of a love story which I think needed to be a little bit pumped up but it I mean I guess it was enough but and you know about loyalties and it's action it's like a it's hard to describe spy. really spy yeah yeah totally spy spy yeah. movie um,
0: yeah. female spy movie yeah um, so uh Salt came out this summer um I didn't hear much about this movie, to be honest. Um, did you? I saw yeah. the I saw uh, the poster or whatever because we have a home theater PC that displays posters twenty four hours a day if we leave the TV on. So I did see the poster. I don't think I saw a trailer, but I want to just starting off. I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was a too. great um, afternoon of. It's that kind of movie that's not super intellectual or anything. It's not like. It's just a... It's an action, right? It almost felt like a Tony Scott movie to me. Like a... Balls out action. The pretty entire ballsy. way. yeah. Yeah, like, like it doesn't really stop.
1: But without a little... Without any of that swagger style. Or that... Yeah, it's not... Not glossied up.
0: It's or, kind of glossy, but not in that way. Yeah. Not in Tony Scott's way. Um, it's not... It doesn't use camera moves no. or anything. It's pretty straight up, the way it's filmed. Um... It's it's quite a hard one to talk about, because there's a lot of twists and turns, and it's very easy to... But I just want to say, with the plot, I was actually really impressed, and it kept me guessing. And um, there were some moments where I was almost mind-blown, because I didn't think it was going that way. Right,
1: that's good. Um,
0: I just want to make special note of this Blu-ray disc, which is actually kind of amazing. It features three versions of the film.
1: Wouldn't those be in the extra section?
0: Um, It will, but I just want to... This kind of applies to the film. There's the theatrical version of the film that everybody saw this Mm. summer in the the theatres. Well, we watched the actual extended edition. There's also a director's cut, but we watched the extended edition. Then we went back and looked at the theatrical version. And if you think you've seen Salt on the the theatres... You have. You have seen it, but this, <laughs> but this extended version is more than an extended version because, like I showed to you when we saw some yeah. of the scenes, it actually changes the motivation and the mindset of some of the characters in scenes. Yeah. Quite cleverly, to be honest. It I I liked. It wasn't just a throwaway. Here's a deleted scene. It was like, this is a cut. This is cutting together a movie into two or three different ways yeah because the main character
1: like you said the motivation her actual there's
0: one specific part which we went back and watched (coughs) in the theatrical version that means a completely different thing just just from one cut totally Um, it's quite amazing it it actually was one of them things where I always want that kind of thing on a a oh yeah I don't want just like some shitty deleted scene that I don't care less about I want it like integrated into the movie or make another movie with the new stuff like this might be a bad example but Anchorman has this other <laughs> version of Anchorman that is a completely different movie but it's just made up of cut out bits from the original movie that never but it makes a different story and it's quite <laughs> yeah. clever even though it's kind of shitty yeah but I like that idea of like here's the cutting room floor stuff don't just show me some random <laughs> bits show it all make it into a movie yeah it's good so um did you like salt? I
1: did. I enjoyed it a lot. I think you know you You're know You're not an me? Angelina fan. I'm not an Angelina fan no. but I might be turned around now. You know what mm. Jennifer's body did for uh what's her face for me.
0: Didn't the changeling Making change thoughts?
1: around? Changeling was good. It was really good. But mm. I think I put that in a different category than this sort of pouty Overly sexy. Would you put this up with the check. Tomb
0: Raider? <coughs> with Tomb Raider?
1: Tomb Raider doesn't even touch this. This is
0: way better. I mean, would you like her life of making movies? She makes like Changeling, and then there's these action movies. Like,
1: um, yeah, I think this is still a step above the Tomb Raider movies. To be honest, I just it? find I, mean, it I really dig the
0: Tomb Raider movies more myself. beefy
1: or something. I don't know what it is. It's not fantasy necessarily, except she's got the Bond slash born thing, where she seems fairly in 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 a. She's, you can't injure her hardly. <laughs> no? You know how Bond can run from gunfire for like 20 minutes and it's just shooting all around him, but he never gets hit? She's got a little bit of that, except she's fallen and hitting shit all the time, and she's not... She gets injured, but I like that, because that's the closest to fantasy, really, that you get, and it's other than that, it's pretty... Do you mean kind of
0: like A-Team kind of violence where everybody... where shit happens, but... No, no, no that's total fantasy.
1: I'm talking about... Like she's pretty well grounded in like born is one sca- end of the scale where it's pretty realistic based for me, Bond is the other end where it's pretty fantasy. I always think
0: Bond's a bit of both, and this depending is in the on... middle. <clears um, <clears <throat> because... I think Daniel Craig's Bond is yeah, more definitely. towards Bond. I'm
1: thinking and... like yeah, you're you know... thinking
0: Roger Moore, right? Yeah, no,
1: something. no, I'm thinking Sean Connery right. and even Pierce Brosnan that kind of
0: fantasy.
1: He's actually... You know he's never going to die or get hurt. Are you saying
0: Roger Moore's not... What about like... I can't
1: imagine. I'm not imagining him. I'm imagining Pierce Brosnan and Sean Connery. And it's kind of like you know they're not going to get hurt. You know they're not going to get killed. It's Bond. And the action kind of plays to that. Whereas in this one, you don't know. I mean, she doesn't seem to get that... uh, um, she dodges a lot of bullets, and yet you're ne- there every moment. I'm like, that's I I'm, don't know. This movie could bring her down. That, that's like, why could. I'm
0: um, also when I said I was kind of mind blown by a few of the uh, things that happened in this movie. Um, it's quite clever. Like, uh, like most movies can't keep you guessing. I did think it fell into, um, it, uh, on occasion, it fell into some obvious shit. Yeah, but, sure. But there was some shit where I was kind of like. Holy crap. And, and there's an awesome uh, subplot about her childhood, mm-hmm. which I love. Like, and, and it's I love subtle how it was as well. I mean, it's,
1: it's not subtle as in it's barely there. I mean, it's subtle as in it's not shoved down your throat, like with the love
0: story part. I'm assuming we got more of that subplot in this extended version, too. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, because the theatrical cut's quite a bit shorter. I can't imagine all that, like, surviving that one. But there's a, a lot of flashbacks to um, her, and like a hus- her and her husband. And her and as as a child, like, um, well, three's more than there might be none in the other. In three's the, more than zero. But, <laughs> no, it's more than three because there's there's at least two where she's with a husband as well, or three maybe. But I think those, I think partially those are what the extended cut mm. adds. But um, they they really deepen the story for me because you, if you avoided all that, because you could have avoided all that, and this movie would have still made sense. It just means a lot. There's some scenes that mean a lot more. And the way... The Substantial. Two, the way the two different versions of the theatrical and this extended work also, they set they set up some major scenes in completely different ways. And I think that is also awesome. It is. The way, you know, it, it takes place. Um, I don't know. Is that, I don't want to spoil it. Yeah,
1: exactly. That's the problem, <laughs> isn't it?
0: Um, so, should we just go on to the uh, cast? So, um, the cast, Angelina Jolie... Plays, um... Evelyn Salt. Master of Disguise. I would say.
1: Mm, uh, Master. I mean, she dyes her hair and yeah. then the thing. Um, <laughs> and she puts on a hat. I'll, I'll I'm look, not sure if that counts I really like, as Master Yeah, yeah.
0: I really like her. Um, I always have, right? Since Tomb... No, not way before Tomb Raider, right? I don't know. I'm sure the look of shock on my face is enormous. The first time I saw her was in Hackers, I believe. Um... I loved Hackers. I still love Hackers. Her and Sick Boy in Hackers. Um... I still actually like Hackers. It's probably really cheesy if I w- watched it now, but um, I did like that movie because it was way ahead of its time. You know, it was before yeah. hacking was the... Hacking's in every spyish. uh It's in all kinds of movies now, isn't it? Some They yeah. can go to somebody's basement and there's a dude who will hack something. Yeah. <laughs> um, die Hard. Yeah. <laughs>
1: um,
0: but yeah, I, I I really... Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Changeling. I
1: know, you've I think she that. can do
0: both sides of... Uh, you know, serious dramas and action movies, and has she been in a comedy that we know of? Mm. I,
1: don't
0: I don't feel know. that she's. A, I don't. I think well, Mister. and Mrs. Smith has got a comedy, but more like this also, like yeah. super action packed. Um, but nothing straight up comedy, like where you, like look, like Meet the Fockers or something. Just something that's a comedy not that
1: I could think. I can't of, even remember seeing
0: of, her in a being like a funny.
1: romantic comedy.
0: Yeah, I can't remember her being on the screen being really funny ever. So maybe not. She's yeah. quite serious.
1: I felt like there were more moments of her being genuinely I don't um like she doesn't act big. She doesn't do big gestures of drama or anything. There's lots of subtle like looks and nods. Very subtle and you gotta really watch close because I'm watching close because I'm fighting my urge not to like her. So I'm watching really close for the best of what's going on. And there's a lot of that. I mean, she's doing lots of fighting and stuff. But in the quieter moments, when she's doing nothing but looking, it's not just a hard stare, let's get the glamour shot. She actually does things with her face and her emotion. And
0: yeah, it's not like she's... It
1: won me over more, for real. I was going to
0: say, it's not like she's trying out to be particularly glamorous in this oh, movie. Because, no, no. like, a lot, a lot of the <laughs> time she's very unglamorous. Yeah. You know, she's... Well, I won't give it away, yeah. but she, <laughs> she is very unglamorous in parts. Um, so yeah, it's not like Tomb Raider, where it's like sexing up Angelina Jolie. It isn't that kind of movie. If you're going in there for like tits and a, TNA, as they call it. And uh, I
1: do like in the extras. I wanted to f- be mean. And I do think that she pulled that off really well. I like did, a-
0: and there's a particularly mean scene.
1: Yeah, yeah. But, um, oh yes, that, was that my... actually
0: really. I, I mean, felt I, was, it, like, I like visceral. lifted
1: up out of my yeah. seat. Like I've never seen anything like that. It was, like really and visceral, I was, like, shit, Ugh.
0: and extended. It like it lasted a little bit longer than you thought it should. I was like, Ugh. and you know, I like that dude. So that was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, Liv Schreiber plays. Um, what does he play? Ted I like Winter. Him. Um, I like you. Me. Really like him. What I do. What, um, did we see him in last where, where we were? We've seen him in a lot of stuff. I
1: don't even remember. Now, this isn't
0: him. a stretch for him, because he does play this kind of role. Just
1: a straight man, really. Yeah. CIA
0: agent. Or a politician. Being or serious, a, or yeah. a policeman or something. He plays that serious. It's not a stretch for him at all. Um, I but it. I, I do think him. he's high quality. I, I
1: I do, too. I don't know what it is. I've always liked him. I think
0: every he single do, player, He never seems like he's... Like, I've seen other actors who are typecast. Um... And it feels like they're just going through the paces. I never feel like he is. I think like he's trying really hard. Like, yeah, and I mean, you he's could pluck
1: it. him out of that type of role, I think, at any time, and give him anything else, and he could do it.
0: Yeah, I, I do think. I, that. I think he's really. He's funny. another guy, you know. And I think Evangelina Jolie. I've seen her being funny on the screen. I don't feel like I've seen him being funny either.
1: No, I think he's been in. The, wasn't he in? The, wasn't he the guy from uh, Kate and Leopold? Oh yes, he was. Yeah, that's a comedy.
0: That was kind of fun, that maybe.
1: Pardon my voice too, everyone, because <clears throat> every once in a while I'm going to fade away because I'm losing my air, have a bad chest, and I took some mucinex And, and thinking,
0: anybody who's <laughs> keeping score here, um, you've actually uh, had a cold uh, on and off kind of No, chest nothing except for clearing my throat since my since birthday. birthday yeah.
1: And then this last week it really came down. And
0: I suggest you go to the doctor on, in January. <laughs>
1: in January. First week of January.
0: In yeah. the new year. I suggest as soon as she's back at work, get down there. Um, you'll, you won't take any notice, though. No. Um, Chua-Tel Ejafor.
1: <laughs> is that how you say
0: it? I don't know. That's what I say every time. <laughs> say his name right.
1: I don't even know how to say it. Chua-Tel
0: Ejafor. Um, is Peabody. Um, Why? Oh, yeah.
1: I, don't I think know.
0: it's Chua-Tel Ejafor because I've heard people say it at award ceremonies okay. like I just said it. They might be completely wrong, though. That might be what they think it is. But that's how I've heard it said. All right. Anyway at uh, plays Peabody and if you know he's from Love Actually from Kinky Boots from lots of other things we've seen. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: Kinky Boots most specifically. I yeah think.
0: he was also in like an action movie that I'm thinking of. Uh, maybe Where
1: he does the same as this too. Yeah just very a,
0: similar to this. He's an agent with a gun. 2012. <laughs> right. He was also in. Oh right. Yeah. He was like the serious um, scientist Agent guy. guy. Scientist. Yeah yeah. Yeah. Um, and he was like this. Um
1: I think it's a waste of
0: talent. I also do. And I feel like he... People...
1: I mean, he has talent in this part. does. I mean, he's serious and he takes it but seriously. But when they
0: talk about typecasting, it's not bullshit typecasting. It happens all the time. Yeah. Like, it's like, but is it like... of Ejiofor... I wish I didn't have to say his name a lot. But do they <laughs> say to him, big movie, Angelina Jolie, you have to be a serious guy. If you want to do it. And they just take those movies, you know? Yeah, and you
1: like, attach these names to it. The yeah. live guy and him and... That pumps it all up, regardless of the roles mm. they play. And he does have a couple of beefy, dramatic scenes, but it's just that it's not a. And
0: he is a guy who can do comedy because Kinky Boots Kinky is Boots hilarious. Is, it's, re- it's really and awesome. so is Love Actually. I know he doesn't play a funny guy in Love Actually, but he is quite he doesn't funny. does really not say much at all in Love Actually. No. Kisses
1: the bride. And...
0: It's kind of shitty, for him in Love
1: <laughs> <laughs> if I remember.
0: Actually,
1: A little bit. And uh, then that other guy goes off to fight zombies in America.
0: He does. <laughs> Oh yeah he does Not um,
1: in love actually
0: And uh, can you name The uh, Russian guy's name Because I just wanted To put him down Because I really like him
1: Daniel Obrishki
0: Obrishki And he plays all of um, the, A bad guy
1: A very I, be- I love how he speaks A very bad Russian yeah, guy
0: He's not the Russian guy From Armageddon <laughs> No <laughs> But he's got the same Kind of vibe He's maybe not as cheeky but he's oh, pretty, he's he's pretty sinister, like, isn't he?
1: He's very sinister. Jesus, you don't... Know to be honest, up. there's
0: not a ton of people in this movie, when you think about it.
1: Well, there's loads of people. Peripherals. Loads of, perif- like, extras and but people.
0: These main people... Yeah, lots of, like, CIA people and all that kind of stuff. But the actual major pass is Angelina what Jolie. What about the
1: husband? Didn't get the German guy. Didn't
0: get him though, <laughs> Because I personally think it's a very small role, you know? Yeah.
1: I mean, it's vital to the it is. her character, but yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and I didn't feel like he did a great job that's the only weakness in the cast I felt
0: I personally thought that I also personally think um, it wasn't enough of him yeah totally like to me, they make- didn't
1: pump up that the, the love aspect yeah, enough yeah. because it, I don't think that- as a character and I'll just say this about her she's kind of an empty shell
0: she's cold like completely because of
1: her whole life right the whole thing of it and then you've got that which is the only thing the 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 you know the humanity of her, and you don't get a lot of it. So, so this I'll make it sound much more lofty, I think, than it is. But
0: <laughs> this is directed by um, Philip Noyce, who you may also know. He also directed Angelina Jolie in The Bone Collector. Hmm. Um, she was in that, right? <laughs> yes. Uh, Clear and Present Danger. He also directed, and an awesome movie, one that I really love, Dead Calm. Oh yeah. Which is, if you want a suspense movie, there's a, there's a really good suspense. It's movie. It's fucked up yeah fucked up <laughs> and also Nicole Kidman quite scary I think for a non dinosaur
1: hunter guy or whatever he was Sam Neill Sam Neill yeah and, it's uh, great it's, and, and, and
0: uh, Titanic book Billy Zane isn't Billy Zane it? yeah. yeah it's a good thriller probably I, I'm saying a lot of people probably didn't see it because mm. it it wasn't a mega movie at the time, was it? But I really like it. I think I it's I need to watch movie. it
1: again because I kind of lost some of the detail of what really happened on that The boat.
0: detail is pretty fucked up. It is. Um, but yeah, so <coughs> he's made other movies, but I feel those are three good movies. Clear and Present Danger is also an awesome movie. So this guy, Philip Noyce. Noyce. Good direction there, I think, on this movie. I mean... With some
1: good in the in the in the heat of you battle can tell kind they wanted stuff. to
0: be a little bit like Bond sure. and a little bit like Bond. I mean, they even said it, but you know, you could feel moments where they were like more Bond, more Bond. Yeah,
1: the cr- well, the crashing and stuff is really hardcore. I awesome love that. about
0: crashing, really good. And Bond also has a crash very similar yep. to that in the third one, very um, good. But you could see,
1: but it's gutsy Bourne. and not glossy. That's I mean, there's a fine line, and I don't know how to describe it. But um, in this and in Born, the crashes and the the shit that's happening, big with vehicles and stuff. It's like, it's like, it's real um, more visceral. And then a lot of movies that have like big action cars flipping and shit. It's like, oh, there's a car flipping because yeah. they put a thing under it, and there's a safety guy over there off the off the side of the camera, and they've been working for ten days to set it up. Whereas with Born and this you know it's staged but the front of your mind when you're watching it it's just whoa it's like shit it's just happening and yeah I, I was gonna say
0: a, I don't know what the difference is but well like a big difference between this and Bond also is Bond used that and all free Bond movies use that shaky cam zoom in and out thing that we don't particularly like it kind of bugged us a little bit uh, this doesn't it's slick Hollywood steadicams um, etc right it's not yeah. got that vibe to it um, that is one of I love the Bond movies but I do think it's overused the um it increases through the 3. Yeah, it does it, it gets crazy in the third one. It's it's literally all the time and it's like Well, no, I not He also did all it in, the time. He, that guy also did it in United 93 um and what was the other one that he did where he's done quite a few it, it kind of bugs me that camera work. It always has you know the spinning around people and the um talking of a movie I watched recently that I really liked, Cyrus. I told you about it the other day um with um, yeah. John C. Riley. it's a great movie independent movie really good I liked the story I liked everything but it does have that wonky camera work where right. like somebody comes to a door he answers the door and the camera zooms right in the face comes back out again like really shakily like all the time like it was totally unnecessary I didn't get the I didn't get what they were going for Yeah, it, does it look more real? no because we don't zoom in and out of people's <laughs> faces when, um, I don't get it Uh it kind of brought the film down a little because I was kind of put off by that. Right. So stay clear of that, I say. Listen, you're... directors <laughs> yeah.
1: and ADs and. You
0: don't need uh, to do that crazy but shit. But
1: cinematographers and everybody else. You could else. say they
0: did that in uh, Scott Pilgrim uh, on occasion, but it kind of worked in there.
1: This is off topic, but I was listening to Red State, one of the podcasts of Kevin Smith, talking about his movie, you know? And in there, he does do some trailer, or some like, IKEA. Gives you, He shows the audience a little clip from the movie and talks about it, right? And I, I fast-forward through all of that until he gets to his guest. and what he's wanting to do is teach people about filmmaking. So one week he has his casting director lady, and then one week he had his um, um, AD, or his AD one, whatever, his assistant director guy. And this is the guy who did Punch Drunk Love with your friend. Yep. Three and- Paul Thomas Anderson movies, actually. And Kevin Smith doesn't like Paul Thomas Anderson movies, really. But this guy has been with Kevin Smith now for several Kevin movies. And weird. And uh, it was a really good conversation. So I'm just saying, if you want to listen to you or anyone
0: who likes to listen... Is it the DP or the
1: DP, that's it, yeah.
0: Because the D- Paul's No, no, AD. All oh, right, assistant, assistant direct. director. Yeah. i was going to say because Paul Thomas Anderson's DP is amazing because all of Paul Thomas Anderson's movies look like a I
1: think it's the AD because he's the guy who sets up everything. So right. and they discuss it and he says Kevin Smith says, you know, the director people give you credit for shit you don't do. The AD is the guy who gets all the cars and gets all the casts and gets the times and gets all the the shit signed that you need to be signed and then I show up and he's done all the work and he's he was talking a little bit about working with Paul Thomas Anderson and stuff. It's just fascinating to think. You're talking about the director of this movie, but who's behind that? You know, I mean, who else is there to set up the big stunts and all that kind of stuff? It's just kind of yeah. It's a big team effort, and this is a massive. There's a lot of action in this movie. Jesus, a lot. She hangs off the side a of a building. She's in fact, there's from,
0: there's a bit of an action scene on the inside. There. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, my least
1: favorite, I think, of the action sequence. I do like
0: motorcycles. Huh? Um,
1: that makes it look a little Tronish. <laughs> yeah
0: with the blue um, interestingly enough there's a, a coupon in uh, this salt DVD when, uh, Blu-ray when you buy it for $5 off any other Sony um, which is not not a bad offer just take it to the store $5 nice. off you can get anything from Sony Easy A yeah anything Karate Kid that kind of shit Resident <laughs> Evil <laughs> um, Okay. alright so um, the you can blu- use it
1: on their online store <coughs> excuse me
0: nope you just have to take it into a <laughs> store any participants at Walmart etc it expires at the end of March 2011, so you got enough time. I, know, I actually use that myself. You bet. Um, okay, so the Blu-ray of Salt features. I'm impressed. Quite a lot of extras and good ones. <coughs> I love these light. I do actually like these light boxes. This is a what do you call it? Enviro-friendly. Um, Enviro-friendly Blu-ray box, but not punched. Not got any plastic punched out of it. It's just thinner plastic. It feels so light. I like this. Um, So, yeah, Sony are doing that, whereas everybody else are doing the um, big holes in everything. Um, Anyway, lots of extras on here, including three versions of the movie that I mentioned earlier. Theatrical version, which you will have known if you went to see this in the cinema and liked it. Director's cut, which we didn't watch. And extended cut, which we did watch, because we just wanted to see the longest one. Or
1: maybe you watched the theatrical version, you weren't that fond of it, well... Watch the extended version and see if that Because cha- it really. It's has, not just an
0: extended version. It, is it has
1: just this, like, you go, oh, yeah. that. I mean, I do like the extended version better, even though the theatrical one has a. a it's a pretty gutsy scene, that. You know, the helicopter thing. Um,
0: it's very different.
1: But it's not as.
0: Might not be as satisfying to me. Either. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But. In its own way, it's an interesting, you know, slightly ambiguous ending as opposed to a mm-hmm. an ending, you know. Yeah. Um I really liked I I don't think I've ever seen a movie with different cuts that are so changed. Mm-mm. Because I know it's not a different movie, but if you've only watched the theatrical and then you come to watch this extended or this director's one, it could change your mind about it if you didn't really like it. Totally you might like the theater because um, it's enough changes. I
1: mean, if you don't like it because you don't like Angelina Jolie oh, you or you don't like, like the story, the fair enough. It. But if you had that weird sort of like, you I know, you're coming to the end the ending, and or... you get the anticlimactic, whatever. I mean, it's not anticlimactic, but you know, you never know.
0: Well, it's certainly different. Let me say that. And and we didn't watch the whole of the, th- the theatrical version. We watched the whole of the extended one. So we don't, they might have even been more yeah. differences but we saw some major differences your friend
1: said he watched both and there was loads different so. yeah
0: loads different and we watched um, we saw some major differences by just going you can there.
1: also watch the theatrical version and tell it to tell you when the changes are it says you can mark in the longer version you can tag like as you're watching it'll I guess pop up something and say this is, added, from, this is added this is different yeah yeah,
0: yeah. we didn't do that which is great if you uh, <coughs> want to see yeah. what all the different pieces are so um these two additional cuts were never seen in theatres, apparently. Um, special features th- themselves are... The, these are just like some uh, quick... Uh, I don't even know what you call them. I think we have got Electronic press kit style. <laughs> um, here's some... You know, stuff that they can throw on TV or package DVD yeah, extras. Yeah. Or on YouTube before the movie comes out so you can see. Um, the ultimate female action hero... Spy disguise the looks of Evelyn Salt... A radio interview with director Philip Noyce and a filmmaker's commentary on the movie. Um, There's also some top-secret Blu-ray exclusives. Top-secret, eh? Even though they're written on the back. (laughs) They seem very top-secret. Salt declassified, another one of these things. An undercover look at the secrets of making Salt. The real agents. The modern master of the political thriller Philip Noyce. False identity creating a new reality and a picture in picture track on the theatrical version. Quite so, a lot of stuff. Yeah, a lot of stuff. And something called Movie IQ, which is Sony's. We mentioned the IMDb lookup thing on the Fox discs. Sony have a similar thing which uses Gracenote database to look up. So as like, you're
1: watching it, you just hit a button on your mode, and it'll pop up and tell you who's in the scene and who's you know. What stuff. else
0: they were in, <clears throat> what movies you might like. With you know, it's it's a recommendation kind of information thing because uh, you're hooked up to the internet. Like they tell you, it's yeah. always changing. Um, so even though that doesn't sound like a ton of extras, me just saying them like that, it is a bunch it of is stuff. A lot stuff yeah. There's three versions of the movie. Um, it's quite a good it's a good set I think well it's not a set and a basically. commentary and an interview yeah.
1: <coughs> that's a lie if you
0: like salt everything salt is there I don't <laughs> think they're holding anything back from. Another... the only
1: thing I think and you said you didn't think it was a graphic novel or a comic book mm-hmm. or anything but I could see them taking that story and taking maybe a story from before we meet her and turning it into a graphic novel that's the only like, right. like if anyone it occurred to anyone but to me that's what's missing
0: <laughs> interesting
1: some prequel <laughs>
0: <coughs> Can't so, request that, I don't think. So for me in conclusion, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I I think I might enjoy anything with Angelina Jolie In because I am, after all, a man. Um <laughs> You not only have an E penis, you have a real <laughs> penis. Is that you touching? Uh I do like her a lot. I always have. Um I this was great, I thought. I I mean it was just it, it was. was just fun. I mean really it's, good, not, fun. it's also fun and it's also got a really good plot. I mean, I thought it was as good a plot as something like I was, com- I was thinking of another movie that I should have really put as a um, recommendation. Sorry, uh, Enemy of the State, which is a Tony Scott movie. Yeah. And that's how this felt in pace to me. I know it's not the same kind of thing, but it has that balls out pace where it does not stop. It doesn't stop. You can't get bored in this movie.
1: And there's the hint of uh, the conspiracy theories and Big Brother kind of. In watching. fact, in Enemy and-
0: of the State, as soon as he starts running, it doesn't ever stop. There's there's a couple of stuff. Eagle
1: Eye kind of tried to do that too, remember? Yeah,
0: it didn't... No. (laughs) Don't even put them in the same. (laughs) Even though they're very similar type of movies, it didn't... No, Eagle Eye was really bad.
1: Mm. It wasn't on our list from this year.
0: It was the year before, funnily enough. Really? This year has really flown by. Yeah, so um, thanks to Sony for the uh, Blu-ray of Salt. Um, Really enjoyed it. I highly recommend it. I did too. Recommended too. Um...
1: I mean, it has its flaws. It's not, it's not perfect or anything. It's and, not, but like... the a, plot does have like, the overriding... It's a lot of fun. Sort of like, okay, are we going there again? But then you just really get into the people and I mean, I like dig that, into the motivation. I like Night and
0: Day. Um, uh, the, well, I like
1: this one more than Night and Day.
0: I also like this one a lot more than Night and Day. But I also like Night and Day. It's just, it's just a fun... They're almost like a throwaway movie night and day to me. Yeah, yeah. But I could watch it again because it's just fun.
1: Yeah, like, good like, stunts, really good stunts. Yeah, and this... We find out she does all her own stunts as well. Yeah. Um, I do think that some of these big people who make hundreds of millions of dollars making movies, some of them, like her and Tom Cruise, it just must occur to them, like, Jesus,
0: I'm, you know... I better work for my money. Yeah, look at
1: how much they're paying me. Jesus, who cares if I fall off a
0: building? <laughs> they're not going to let me anyway, so... Yeah. I might as well do yeah. it, you, know? you know? She said, didn't she? I, I was up on top of things. I, was, I know they're not going to... They're not going let And I fall. like heights,
1: so... Yeah, you
0: know. like heights is awesome. Yeah, it is. <laughs> anyway, um, next week's... Uh, see the site for details. We've got a couple of contests going, uh, com. Next week's uh, review will be The American on Blu-ray, uh, George Clooney movie, uh, new. That'll be our first review of 2011. So um, that will go in our...
1: And I'm going to start, I'm going to be good about it, I'm going to pull a shipwreck on you, and for the year of 2011, you know, shipwreck from Cadcast. he loves spreadsheets. I actually love spreadsheets as well, and I don't use them enough. So starting with the next next week, and through the whole year...
0: You get all the recommendations <coughs> in the spreadsheet.
1: But the recommendation, the number, the scores that I put on the review... So that, like, what I was doing today, I don't have to do at the end of the year, whereas go back, I wanted to... Because I had to my...
0: go and type all the, uh... I told you, I did yeah, it last yeah. week. Uh, and so we'll the... have
1: the whole list, and I think, I think it should be something we add to the site or something, because it's a good... Yeah, we'll do it. Especially with the... Re- I mean, I've been trying this year to keep up with recommendations, and I'm so lazy, I just don't get it done. So starting with this one, even, it's on the list, and so now you can all hold me to it This every was the week.
0: final movie of 2000... <coughs> 2010, anyway, so... Um, Amer- the American next week um, my recommendations for this week are Night Watch and Daywatch where did the thir- third um, movie in that trilogy end up it was supposed to be coming really soon it never came anyway I think and about- what
1: made you want to recommend those
0: uh, just Russian movies I've never seen a Russian <laughs> this Russian this is a Russian plot salt right I don't feel like I've seen a pro- Russian movies for real apart yeah. from those two so I wanted to recommend some Russian movies there, there's the link and my second one is any of the Bond movies, obviously. Um, first one, like preferential, preferential. I actually have a, I actually. Or the second one. No, is pretty I really cool. like the first one. Yeah, it's 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 like everything else, isn't it? It's always the first one, the best one.
1: It is. Well, no, not always no, it's fun. not.
0: Yes, it is mostly. No, not always. <laughs> mostly.
1: No, I like uh, <coughs> Tokyo Drift better than the other Fast and the Furious. That's the
0: third one, right? Right, the fifth one is coming.
1: So for me, my recommendations are, and I wanted to think of other women, sort of in the driver's seat of either action or revenge or something. And of course, Kill Bill came first in my mind because I think it's awesome. And then it, immediately after that, Kill Bill in-
0: Volume One, all of it,
1: all of it, right? And uh, Inglorious Bastards, which of course they're both Quentin Tarantino, but it's got a woman in charge of a sort of, you know. Some things feeding her whatever it is, her motivation to get revenge or to bring down some assholes. I love that. <laughs> Imagine. Um, <laughs> Listen to me. Sound another
0: cool. good um, revenge woman movie is I Spits on Your Grave, which you've still not seen. <laughs> no. I- I've not seen that. <laughs> Would the you new... recommend that to just anybody? They just made a new remake of it that's in the theaters now, like a brand new no 2010 version of it, which is supposed to be quite graphic right Um, maybe more than the original but the original is I wouldn't recommend it to everybody if you're (laughs) like a horror um, gruesome movie I spit on your graves it's called it's it's subtitle is the day of the woman so it it literally is like it's a woman kicking ass for like 90 minutes after she actually gets her ass
1: um, yeah see I like that better than like um, what's his name uh, not Charles Manson (laughs) Charles Bronson movies where or a Clint Eastwood movie you know like Dirty Harry where women have been wronged or murdered or beaten or raped and now they are going to take revenge for them that's all good and nice I think that's fine but this this day and age I think you just got a different thing and it's okay to make a woman like in Kill Bill I mean she's just awesome really awesome I'm not you know and there's something about seeing a woman you know every every movie like this has the obligatory slow motion Wind in the hair, walking toward the camera, either guns a-blazing, bombs flying, or and then some really kick-ass music to be—you just get in your gut like she needs to kick their asses. Yeah, there's
0: a there's <laughs> a particularly good one in the theatrical version. of
1: Yeah, this. yeah, very good. So well, you, both really
0: like. Oh. But I mean, one in particular <laughs> I was thinking of with uh, yeah when you just said things flying and stuff. Yeah, yeah, um, and slow motion. Uh, so, uh, yeah, that's our recommendations for this week. Uh, games and A-Schoolie stuff for this week. I wanted to mention, um, I did get my Wheel Stand Pro, which... Uh, you did? Gran Turismo 5. <clears throat> I bought a steering wheel for it. And then realised very quickly that I had nothing to put a steering wheel on. Um, so I ordered the Wheel Stand Pro, which I talked about a few weeks ago, and they didn't have any in stock, and it was... I paid for it and they didn't know when they were going to deliver one. Well, it came the week before Christmas. Came this week, didn't it? Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, I have it set up now. What do, you've even had a race on it, that's so it? what do you think of the Wheel Stand Pro? It's great. It's a. Explain what it is. It's like. A, <coughs> looks like a piece of exercise equipment.
1: Yeah, it's like a metal frame that's really sturdy that has a metal plate on top. You screw your thing on it. Wheel. Wheel. And then down below you put your foot feet. And basically, it's all. Foot it. feet. But pedals. <laughs> your pedals. Your pedals. <laughs> All it is is a holder for your steering wheel. I mean, there's nothing it is, else to it's It is, but it's an
0: awesome holder for It's adjustable, height adjustable. Very sturdy. I can sit on the couch and race really comfortably. When you said, oh, you don't know if you'd be comfy on the couch, it's perfect. Yeah. I can pull it right up to me. I almost have to climb into the couch. So if
1: your hard drive brings out your e-penis, this one brings out your V-penis, like your video gaming penis. Yeah. The geeky, loving... I mean, you get so excited when you're doing
0: it. I have to say Gran Turismo. I said to you, um, I've played Gran Turismo for years with a joypad. With a PlayStation controller. Um, And it's a very good, competent racing game, you know? With a controller. As soon as you put a wheel on it, it's not a game anymore. It's I said, engrossing. I said to my friend, it's not a game anymore. It's a ra- it's an experience of racing. Like, uh, you feel the wheels got force feedback. You feel the bumps. You feel the speed. You, the brakes. Everything. It's like more... It's an experience. It's not just sitting back with the controller. Is that cheap,
1: own. though? <coughs> it's,
0: it's not cheap. cheap. I mean, it costs nearly $200 for the whole setup of the wheel and the... Uh, which is expensive. But... I guarantee you if you are serious about racing games and you've never tried it, which I have not, I don't know why, I've said to you, why did I not buy a wheel before <laughs> I now? I don't think I want to play it with the pad anymore, at all, ever. Like I, it, Racing games with the pad seems... But there again, I've been playing another racing game on my 360 that I don't think I could play with a wheel, and that's a Need for Speed Hot Pursuit, because it's a different type of game. Right. It's a twitchy, very fast burnout style game. And you
1: can't use that wheel with that game?
0: No, we can use it with, the wheel I bought works on the PS3, the PS2 and the PC. Not on the 360. <coughs> you right. can buy a wheel you can buy a wheel for the 360. Um, and play any game. But I don't the wheel is for simulation type racing for me. Serious racing games that are not cops chasing robbers yeah. kind of games. Because those there's a place for those too and I like any racing game. So um GT five An awesome game, I could see me playing it next Christmas still every day. Totally. Because it's... I don't see an end to it. You don't now, but... There's money to earn, there's loads of races. This week they added special seasonal races, so every week there's a new set of races that they put together with certain cars that will always be updated. Um, That makes the longevity of the game even more, because if you have finished all the career races... There's a new set of races every week, and they're not—they're not a cakewalk. They're hard, so you have to.
1: You're really far away from the microphone.
0: You have to improve. Um, <laughs> I mean, I think you're fine. I'm just. I think I'm normally where <coughs> I normally am. So, um, uh, I've lost my train of thought. So, uh, another game I've been playing is uh, Tron Evolution. Um, it's kind of diarrhea. <laughs> diarrhea. I mean, it looks awesome. It's a Tron game. It's the sequel to Tron and the prequel to Tron Legacy.
1: How is it compared to Tron, the movie? The new Tron?
0: Well, I was going to get on to that. So Tron Evolution fits in between the old movie and the new movie, and it's a video game. It's just unfortunate that it's a poor video game. It's um, it's, it's a platforming, 3D platforming slash fighting game. The fighting's, like, not very good. The platforming's really, really... Inaccurate. You're falling off stuff all the time and plunging into the depths of nothing. Um, there's actually nothing good about it, apart from the cutscenes, which use the actual actors. Um, and I was dying to... I, oh, I'll tell you what's good about it. Daft Punk score. Right. Daft Punk's score. In this day and age,
1: there's no excuse for a bad movie... I mean, I, a bad game when and it comes a Tron to game. Tron.
0: Come on, a Tron game. I mean, how can that not be a winner? Light cycles. I mean, there's light cycles in this game, and the shit... It it doesn't... What light cycles are about, even in the original game and the original Tron Arcade game, there's a game of light cycles that is like Pac-Man. The trail, The trail from your cycle is your weapon, and you have to trick the other drivers into driving into your trail. It's kind of like a cat and mouse Pac-Man-y type of game. They didn't bother with that. They just did a straight-up race your light cycle down the road.
1: Oh, no.
0: Like a racing game, which is... Missing the point, in my opinion. Like, what's the trail for? Like, if I'm just going to drive in a straight line, it's just no good. So, um, very sad. Yeah, I don't recommend Tron um, Evolution one bit. I wouldn't even buy it for like 10 bucks, to be honest. It's that bad. Um, So, I'll go on to the other thing. We actually went to see Tron Legacy um, in the theatres on Christmas week um, in 3D. We're going to review this on Blu ray. Probably in March when it comes out. I'm okay. assuming it'll come out in March. So we won't go into length on Tron Legacy. Um, suffice to say, I don't think it needed 3D. No, at not all. even a little bit. I think Avatar really succeeded in 3- 3D. I think James Cameron understands 3D. I don't think the Tron people understood what 3D was about, to be honest.
1: Although the thing with Avatar is it looks brilliant without 3D. It also does.
0: It. Yeah, it looks great I mean, both ways.
1: I noticeably good in both. Yes. You know, so...
0: And I'm expecting... I'm, <coughs> I'm expecting to uh, like Tron Legacy more when we see the Blu-ray. Because I feel I feel like I might have been distracted a bit by the 3D. Mm. And I also...
1: Definitely, I agree with you.
0: Because it wasn't the greatest 3D, and you can't just take your glasses off because it's blurred.
1: I did a lot. Yeah, it's not very... Don't, lo- don't look
0: very good. <laughs> I kept lifting them and... Don't, don't look very good, though. So I kept them on. Um and there are parts that are not in 3D um but they're still blurry the, the the like the game the star of the show is Daft Punk's score yeah totally I mean I'm not talking about just the dance music because there's some real grandos classical numbers in here that are, are electronic influence but they, they sound like early 80s mhm but classical and it's it's amazing i got the score I liked it that much and um it's kind of mood music. You can sit there. Because it's not crazy Daft Punk dance music. It's this mellow... I don't know. They they got what it feels they like tap to something inside a sure. computer or yeah, so yeah. something. Yeah, um, So I... Tron Legacy. I think I, I'm
1: saving it up. I'm I think saving I'm up. saving it for the Blu-ray. Because <laughs> yeah. we
0: obviously will be reviewing the Blu-ray. Yeah. Um, so... Another game I have been playing in this two-week period is Need for Speed Hot Pursuit. I did this Need for Speed Hot Pursuit about three weeks ago and said I didn't really like it that much. I was playing it on the PC. Now, I changed my mind because I, in Amazon's sale just over the holiday, they had the 360 version really cheap. I bought the 360 version. I've been playing it online because it has an online mode. The online mode is where it's at. Awesome. So... I didn't even touch the online mode in the PC version. That's a bad mistake. Just check out the online mode immediately because all the XP and all the experience you earn in the online mode actually applies. So you're
1: saying that it didn't, you would have liked the online version on the PC, you just didn't do it. I just didn't do it, yeah. So, so why would you buy the Xbox version then? What's the difference?
0: Oh, I just, it's, it's different. It's got more stuff and all my friends are on, on Xbox. Right, whereas okay. the PC version, I find it very hard to play anybody because nobody plays PC games. That's Hardly. Not, that's not true. Hardly. I'm, I mean, people play PC games, mm-hmm. but the consoles have really overtaken. What's um, World of Warcraft? Well, that's a PC only game. You can't play what it anywhere else. You can I'm just it saying,
1: it. there are people. There I'm are saying of people. Multi,
0: all right, multi platform games, games that come out on everything,
1: generally get the, played on the console. I think
0: the 360 is where people play them a lot. I don't even think the PlayStation 3 is as active as the 360 is, and I think that's down to Microsoft's Xbox Live system. Just works better. So um I recommend um Need for Speed Hopper Suits by the Burnout Guys. Um it's actually I feel like it's a flop because it came out about a month ago. Sixty bucks. You can look everywhere now and um, you you won't find it for more than twenty nine ninety nine. Right. Which means it was probably a flop for them. But maybe it'll sell a bunch at this price and then there'll be a massive community around it. But I feel like they're working on burnout, the new burnout, to be honest. Right. And this was a practice for it.
1: <coughs> there we go. Sorry, but I had to clear that up. I think out.
0: it was a... I'll have to try and cut some of these coughs out. No,
1: nah, people understand.
0: I think it was a, a practice for a new burnout, to be honest. I think they were trying to figure out how a new burnout would Like work. they put
1: their interns on this one? <laughs>
0: no, I think they did it because it feels specifically like a Burnout game but it doesn't have the right cr- well Burnout's not a crash mode I always mention crash mode Burnout's not a crash mode for ages so
1: but that's what made it so great yeah
0: but it, it's not <laughs> had that for ages so like I don't know why I say oh it's not get the crash mode because neither did the last Burnout But so. it should um, I'm sure the next one will because I've heard a lot of people say well, you want to get
1: mode. wives in there who like to play the game with. Yeah, put the crash mode back in because it's fun I as hell. I think that was
0: Burnout 3 that we really got into and played tons like Played oh,
1: like through the whole thing. On, on the list. original Xbox. Yeah. Not even
0: on the 360. Um, Alright, so uh, and very finally on my stuff is Christmas gifts. What did you get for Christmas?
1: <coughs> a cough? I got a cough. No, I've had my cough. I got my cough for my birthday. Um, I got these amazing shoes that are on my feet that my husband... Oh, I see those. My cohorts in this adventure of podcasting went online to Nike.com and you designed my shoes.
0: NikeID.com.
1: Wait, whatever. Uh, Design my shoes. Every color. So we got yellow, bright orange, green, and their shocks, which I love because for work they are the most comfortable and they're amazing. They're a, totally me. They fit. It like it's a risky gift. Cuz you said you you compiled different combinations of colors. You know I like bold and you know I like orange and I like crazy kind of clown colors. Plus the size, you weren't 100% sure cuz every every new pair of shoes is different, aren't they? And they're perfect. I Which really love them you did make it a point to say how much the shipping was so I don't know if you want me to reimburse you or what but
0: <laughs> no, totally, just, they're when, totally when you buy back. these shoes they ship them from China actually they come straight They you order them and literally the day after I got a shipping notice saying your shoes have shipped
1: and they and make I, them because these are wild go- this isn't a combination they make then. them
0: individ- you choose all and they make them and I've even had your name embroidered that's on. right
1: well they're yeah not um, embroidered
0: but yeah?
1: it's not embroidered it's it like, is
0: it's embroidered feel it oh it is yeah it's oh. not just dumped on, it's embroidered. It's like stitched in the... Stitched in, yeah. Nice. Um, which is awesome, because it would not come off like normally. I feel like
1: I'm in kindergarten with my name on my shoes. Yeah. So when I put them in the cloakroom...
0: Yeah. <laughs> cloakroom.
1: The old-fashioned cloakroom.
0: But yeah, you design your own shoes, basically, and then they ship them. But literally, I designed those shoes, I pressed submit, paid for them. The day after, I got a tracking notice, and I was like, Oh, that's interesting. Have they shipped them already? And it said, Yes, they've shipped. So I tracked them, and it says they're in Beijing. And I'm like... <laughs> Wow, that's wow. a long way to ship a pair of shoes. But it took about a week for them to come, and then they came.
1: And they've been hiding in this house somewhere for what, months? About,
0: about six months, I think. Good heavens. Um, but the thing is, like, because I did hide them for six months, I was thinking if they don't fit, I bet I won't be able to send them back. <laughs> no, they're, I'm... I'm
1: wearing them. They're perfect. I wore them out today. My Another gift I got was uh, a cookbook from you. A thousand vegan recipes, which is amazing because... <clears throat> You know, I'm always trying to find new ways to cook our vegetables and grains and stuff. So far, I've read about every recipe I read. I'm like, oh, I can make that. Oh, I want to make that. Oh, I want to make that. You so.
0: sound terrible, by
1: the way. I do sound terrible. Um, you need I to got be like,
0: <clears throat> gruffing it out a bit. <laughs> Can't tell what you're saying.
1: Oh and I also got my Tom Tom You got me a GPS for the car Which we tested out today as well And we just really uh, we just
0: changed the splash screen to some of your artwork That's right And off. I
1: can't wait to utilize it Guys I think it'll be fantastic I had a handmade scarf from my niece Which is also a bunch of amazing colors And she said she sought out specific. Now this is another handmade Well thought out gift From someone who loves me Because she got the boldest colors It's like pink and yellow and green and orange She made it with some kind of knitting I don't know what it is crocheting Crochet, or something yeah. and it's awesome um I got a wooden thing in the bathroom that was been my mother's for hundreds of years I got a lovely bag of cookies or pretzels covered with stuff I think is what they are from my friend that my banker friend who came over and I made her some tofu scramble and she brought me these lovely I think they're pretzels covered with candy stuff which I love I've been eating out That's of them right, every that. day and I got loads of stuff and, and we had an awesome Christmas I mean I must say and we had a really good time last weekend at my mom's and at my aunt and uncle's. And we had a really good time. We had good food, good trip, good weather.
0: And even yesterday, Christmas Day, we had an awesome day. Well, you yes. you, you slept a lot day because you were coughing.
1: <laughs> uh, well, but I worked, we did, well, let's imagine I worked the whole night of Christmas Eve until 7 in the morning yesterday.
0: We uh, watched uh, a lot of TV. We watched the Queen's Speech. We um.
1: What did you get for Christmas?
0: I got um a... Uh, 50s pinup girl 2011 calendar because I love 50s pinup girls I also got a Watchmen Silk Spectre um, classic figure which is the 1950s version of Silk Spectre from Watchmen and you know how big a fan of Watchmen I am
1: because she's wearing a garter belt she's basically
0: a um, pinup girl girl, Yeah, Yeah. Um, that's what she was based on Um, I also got a Six foot standee of C-3PO and R2-D2 Which is in my home theatre room Correct Which if you follow me on Twitter You will have seen already Because I've posted <laughs> all these gifts. So I'll go briefly Because on Twitter you'll have seen them um, I also got my SSD drive Which I talked about at the beginning I got Grindhouse on Blu-ray Which I can't wait to see again Because I think it's an awesome Yeah it will be good Double bill There's Planet Terror right behind you Yeah it's an awesome double bill And it's it's a Deluxe Two disc with all kinds of two what hours what about worth.
1: your 3D little poster
0: I got a Alien I'm not going go to go that yet I got a <coughs> it's called a 3D poster by and Toys and it's the original Alien poster with the egg in the uh, but it's the poster but it's like a poster box so it's in 3D I mean well it's not It's th- it's three it's got layers to it
1: yeah, and it's not lenticular; a, it's physical,
0: physically three D. And there's a button on the side, and the egg lights up in like the eerie green color, which is awesome. Like, it, I mean, it's there's other ones that I, I want now because I think they'd make a nice. Yeah, they would. they look good on the wall. Um, and the Alien one's the best one of all of them. Oh, good. Well, it is. I mean, there's Nightmare on Elm Street. There's Friday the Thirteenth. Jaws 18. look good. There's Jaws. I think that's the other one I would like. And there's also The Godfather, which looks quite good. It's just the black with the um, and he his shirt lights up, so it looks really. They all have a light-up thing. I think they look awesome. They, they do? They're, they're, I was impressed. They're not ridiculously priced, either, for what they are, because they're a nice, interesting piece of movie Oh, movie. you also
1: got your two new Xbox I also got,
0: controllers. Yeah, the the new Xbox 360 controllers, which I've got on my thing. Um, they're the new ones with the new D-pad. Um, so they've redesigned the controller to have a better D-pad. I'm a big fan of Xbox Live Arcade games, like Pac-Man. and all, I like all the old kind of... And the D-pad on the Xbox controller, as it stands, is kind of shitty. It's really difficult to play Pac-Man. So they've redesigned the controller so Xbox Live Arcade people have a decent D-pad. So
1: I think that we give each other gifts that are just so right, you know. I also got. I mean, I got everything you told me what to get you. The hard drive, you did, but the it was controller. For me. I mean,
0: it's what I wanted, right? Yeah,
1: the hard drive, the controller, and Grindhouse. And then I thought, well, just I can't just give you what you said. Because I never tell you what to get. I didn't tell you to get me shoes, a cookbook, and a GPS. These are things that you hear me say during the year. Oh, that'd be so awesome. And then you know me. I'll never get it for myself. I'll never go online and order these shoes. It was
0: really close, though. Like, about a month ago, I said something about, oh, there's a coupon here for $10 off at Kohl's in the mail. Do you want that? And you said, oh, yeah, because I want to go and buy some new shocks. Right. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit, don't go and buy some. And you never did. So
1: I never did because yeah. I love the ones you gave me I mean, before.
0: you did go and buy a pair of Nike shocks and then took them back. Cause I did. What was wrong with them?
1: They didn't have this squared off back, and they weren't this kind of shocks. They were real smushy, like you right. said with yours. Yeah. They weren't this really firm, high arch.
0: They weren't the running ones. Then they were the yeah exactly. These type. are yeah. These yeah. are
1: like the. I mean, they're just awesome. Oh, and look at them! They're just gorgeous.
0: You can see a picture of them on your Facebook or my Twitter. You probably correct. Um, so yeah, that's everything for Christmas. I had a I don't, wonderful
1: Christmas. I don't, thank you. I did, and too. we had a little wonderful it's not Christmas
0: dinner. Christmas dinner tonight, right? Second what? Christmas.
1: Yeah, pretty much the same.
0: Um, sausage it's rolls. not over it's boxing day and you know what I'm saying we also went for a curry after um, Tron Legacy, and I had this new curry I have no idea what it was it was amazing <laughs> oh, yeah, what the what hell was, was, it? was it it was like these battered balls in a curry and it was amazing it
1: was like dumplings in some it was onion, the creamiest it was like korma but onion cream sauce and I, then can't, these,
0: I can't I can it's like take, the inside
1: of a samosa but made into a dumpling and then fried and then cooked in the sauce it,
0: There was awesome I told you to remember the number because I want to order that again it was so good
1: Forty seven and forty eight.
0: What I ordered, so. right? <laughs> we also stayed in a bed and breakfast. which We was did, cool.
1: yeah. It was awesome.
0: Instead of we normally stay in a motel, but this time we stayed in a bed and breakfast, which was awesome because we got the whole place to ourselves.
1: You didn't think you it would be awesome because you don't like old things, you don't like old houses, you don't like old decorations, you don't like creaky floors. I mean, it's not my
0: scene, no, but, but it was a decent.
1: No one else was there, which was awesome. And I don't know. I just was. Re- I took a. Bath in the big gym. It was better tub. than
0: uh, the motel. Yeah. Motel's always, I don't know. I don't like it. And you it.
1: could have access to the kitchen. The lady was there, said you could have anything you want. And we made hot cocoa, and you could. And then the morning we were the only guests, but she got up. I guess she has to stay. She stays off a little room in the kitchen, the owner lady. She made us muffins. She got out a big thing of orange juice and some milk, and she made a pot of vanilla coffee. I mean, it's like she was reading my mind. Yeah. It was really good, thanks to my mother who paid for it, of course.
0: And I don't think I missed any <coughs> Christmas gifts. I think that was all of them.
1: Um, so and well, we got other stuff from like my mom and stuff. She gave us some money and she gave us,
0: yeah, whatnot. We got a
1: lot of food. A lot of like my cousin gave us a whole box full of condiments. Yeah, like salsas and stuff. They actually run a meat uh, smokehouse or a meat uh, packing. Meat
0: specialty store, right?
1: And we don't eat meat anymore.
0: She used to give us, like, when we did eat meat, she used to give us a box full of meat.
1: Yes, a whole box full of, like, homemade bacon and... and They have their own special recipes for everything. And so now... (laughs) And it's really funny because it's like, they don't care. They shouldn't care that we don't eat meat. But she went through the store in their little specialty store and found... I mean, a whole box, like a crate full of salsas and relishes and... All kinds of stuff Like jalapeno mustard And I
0: say pickled okras were in there Yeah yeah And I've never had them before And I feel like I found my new favourite snack
1: And I put a video of me eating them on YouTube So you could just look up uh, Amish wedding okra You're gonna find it Amish wedding hot pickled okra
0: Um, So that's that for that And Siddharth what's for dinner What's for dinner tonight Before we move into our top movies There's gonna
1: be some roasted potatoes Some sweet potato Parsnip Sausage rolls Mushroom gravy and we got the peas with onions. Oh, and those look good. Those yeah. cool. So all vegetable again. We had a fantastic Christmas dinner. We're
0: yesterday. not going to go into the meaning of life because we've got, some, <laughs> we got something more important than that.
1: I think the meaning of life is that when you find people who you love and who love you in life who give you gifts so close to your heart.
0: Not that it, gifts matter.
1: No, no, no. I'm saying the no. heart of it. Yeah, yeah. You don't, you know, you didn't buy me a pair of shoes because I'm a fashionista or anything. You bought me a pair of shoes that you designed yourself Knowing that I love crazy colours. You didn't buy me a pair of shoes that you thought I should wear. You bought me a pair of shoes that you knew I would love. My niece made me this scarf that she knew I would love. That's the meaning yeah, of that's life mean. to me. It
0: doesn't matter how much you spend on something. No, I, I don't, not I don't, at I don't all. agree on that either. No, no, not at all. Anyway, um, even though we probably spent loads of money <laughs> time, um, Anyway, moving on to... Uh, this is the uh, end of the year, obviously. last show you're going to hear from us in 2010. So I wanted to, we want to just run down our top five movies of 2010 each, and I'm not talking about all the movies that came out in 2010, I'm talking about the movies we made and after the show for. Correct. So 50 movies in, in total to choose out of, right?
1: Yeah. We've made
0: 50 shows this year, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, so, right. are yours in the order of, because uh, gonna, I'm going to do them from five um, each, you know? From Are yours what? in your correct order?
1: Mine starts with num- my number one movie.
0: Right, and so does mine. All right, so let's start with number five. Okay. Um, I said, for number five, um, Wes Anderson's Fantastic Mr. Fox.
1: And I said, for number five, Wes Anderson's Fantastic Mr. Fox. <laughs> now, we did this separately. Yeah. I actually put In the fact, whole I never 50, looked
0: at yours. And I put the not. whole
1: 50 in order of my preference, to be honest. And right. I'm going to post that on my website, so you can go there and look at sidtalk.com, my whole... In order from 1 to 50, pretty much how much I liked them or didn't like them. But yeah, that was my number 5. I think
0: too. it's fantastic. It is, it's so And an fun. awesome Blu-ray also. It's a really good looking Blu-ray, i got to say. Because it's a unique kind of... It's,
1: it's just, sweet. It's a lovely movie. It has a
0: bandit mask. <laughs> yeah, bandit mask. It's awesome. It is awesome. Uh, so my number 4 movie is um, a surprise for me. Because when I looked through the list, I was like... What do I really love? It's hard what, for
1: me to imagine that out of all those movies, this hit you a number five, four. I,
0: I, it, it's something about it I really love. And it's The Losers, which is a graphic novel um, book that we reviewed this summer. Um, something about it I really liked. Zoe Saldana from uh, Avatar, the guy from Watchmen, the comedian, the Human Torch was in it, right? Yeah. It was just... It's a silly movie. It's action-packed. It's fun. I just really thought it was fun. Quality-wise,
1: though, I mean, I just can't see it being higher up than a lot of other movies. But my number four is District
0: 9. Which we... It doesn't even seem like it was in 2010, does it? But it was. But
1: it's an amazing movie to me. It's one of the movies, and I think I said this when we did it, that makes me just tingle for loving movies because it's so out there different from other things you've ever seen and it's I just love
0: it there we go so my number three movie is The Exorcist on Blu-ray now I know the movie's from the 70s right mm-hmm. um, and that was a tussle I was having like yeah this is an old movie but the Blu-ray is exceptional yeah. two, two disc set it's on the list comes in a book awesome book Awesome picture quality on the movie. You also get the 2000 movie and the and a bunch of extras. Yeah. <gasps> Interviews with Linda Blair. It's, it's awesome. It's a really good set. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, it's my number 3 on the list.
1: My number 3 is A Serious Man. Because I remember thinking back on it now. It. Yeah. Thinking back on it, it's it's just so
0: beautiful. And that's the Coen Brothers.
1: It's a it's like you're I don't know how to describe it it's paced in a slow methodical like all lovely it's really awesome I love that movie
0: so that's number three for you Um, so you you mentioned District 9 earlier I hold it in higher regard (laughs) because it's my second favourite movie of 2010 nice Um, I think it's a mind-blowing movie I think it's a movie that we will look at in years to come and say look how awesome that movie is it was a low-budget movie believe it or not you wouldn't think it when you watch it.
1: No, it's awesome.
0: No, it, it's it's just like a.
1: It's got social commentary, even though they claim it. It's doesn't. just a
0: talk. To- I mean, it's it's not a unique thing, but it also is as well. Which is, you know, you could say, oh, it's like Independence Day a little bit, or whatever. You know, aliens come, but it's got this realistic take on it. And the guy who plays Vickers, it's it's freaking amazing that right. performance. I mean, it's 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 a part. You know. You could say it's part the fly,
1: yeah, The little bit. You know,
0: it's it's just awesome. It's like this transformation thing that's just yeah effed up. <laughs> so yeah, and my number two is number
1: dis- two is Inception.
0: You know what? Uh, I don't know why I didn't. I think I misstepped here because in my top five, Inception should be there, right? But I because don't... we'd only just watched it, it slipped my mind.
1: I can't believe that it's not on there and that number one is. That
0: number one is... How
1: can that be better than Inception? Well, you'll tell me. Anyway, for me, Inception's number two. And you find out it's as close to number one as I could get because my number one coming up will be... It's just... I can't not have it as number one. But Inception, to me, is another one of those movie experiences. I just love the whole feel of it. I've seen it twice now, and I just
0: it makes me want to see more good movies actually I would. Uh, I don't know why I didn't uh, Inception is literally in my top movies of 2010 even though it's not on this list it is I mean I totally adore it right it's your dream movie literally but my number one movie for this year and this really is my dream movie
1: really is your number one movie
0: it freaking is it's, it's my number one movie and it's Scott Pilgrim vs the World <laughs>
1: That's I, hilarious. I watched it
0: three times in one week I don't generally do that with movies. I could watch it again right now. It's an amazing movie.
1: That just shows you that a person's like the experience you have watching that movie in your head, the whatever it does for you, overrides sometimes. I'm not saying it's low quality or anything. I'm saying it overrides them that another movie like Inception that has a whole diff. It's so different. It's like in another another world of movie making. But we all know that Inception is a little bit higher to me. It's more... I don't know. Maybe it's not, but it's...
0: I... (laughs) Scott Pilgrim is... um, You know... It's good fun. Edgar Wright, I I love the Shaun of the Dead guy. I mean, I love all his shit. I mean, Shaun of the Dead, (laughs) Fault Fuzz, Scott Pilgrim. um, But Scott Pilgrim touched something in me. Because it's... It's got awesome characters... I know. I understand why the graphic novel was popular because the characters are awesome. I mean, there's there's some stereotype characters, but there's also some. You know, why, it's the reason I liked Adventureland a lot. It's, right? It's quirky. I mean, this one's bananas, right? I mean, it's, it's <laughs> yeah. literally bananas. But I, I don't know. I it, it's Plus visually good. It's everything. Everything about. it Well,
1: I'm gonna have to say that my number one trumps your number one big time because it is The Exorcist. I mean, come on. How can that not be the number one to I me? I
0: think if I had to tell it, say what is the, what is the best um, Blu-ray disc of this year. Actually, the blue. I mean, that I love that movie anyway. But it's the best Blu-ray disc of this year. The Exorcist? Yeah.
1: Right. Well, I mean, actual me, disc. When I just think of what movies for my top five, as I order them, and I think back, you know, how much entertainment, enjoyment, thought-provoking... Experience fun, brainless fun, thinking fun. I have to remember the moments that I'm watching it, and some of them are really blah. Like when I go to the bottom of my list,
0: (laughs) and I do have the bottom
1: of my list. I will tell you my bottom five are starting with number fifty is Whiteout. Remember that one? Yes, yes. We won't go into it. Prince of Persia. The Box, Hot Tub Time Machine, and Surrogates.
0: I would put The Box a lot higher up than that list, though. The Box...
1: It falls apart for me when I think back on it. When I think back on it, it just falls apart. I think thinking
0: back on it for me, like I might like it better if I saw it again. Really? Yeah.
1: Because I'm the opposite. To me, the more I thought about it, the more I felt like, oh, God, it just... I don't know. It just doesn't do anything for me. So that's why those are my bottom five
0: so yeah that's our top five oh, give or take
1: <laughs> yeah. you,
0: they always fuck up because yeah Inception's in there somewhere for me as well but well let's
1: um, think about like did you enjoy Inception more than The Losers
0: yes well then
1: it would be your number three and push Fantastic Fox out of the running yeah maybe but they can tie as well yeah I can have six <laughs> there are no rules
0: let's <laughs> alright so that's our movies for this year and uh Looking we just look back at 50 movies we watched this year there. I don't think it was a particularly great movie, year for movies to I be disagree
1: because when I look at the whole list I Cuz a lot of those movies were varied. older.
0: The ones that I really loved were like the older ones. Like The Exorcist. <laughs> you know, I don't, also we didn't mention Avatar. I do Avatar is pro- I mean it's unique. It's um
1: It is, but when I think back, and I just have to go with my gut on what movies make a bigger impression on Let me, me. say
0: if I had ten, <coughs> Avatar would be in Oh, definitely. Avatar's yeah. in my top ten. Yeah, yeah. It would be. So, yeah. um...
1: Avatar's number, um, eight for me.
0: Yeah. In my there's, top there's ten. There's
1: many that we... The Informant, we, $5 a day. Those are good... I don't know why you think this wasn't a good year. Green Zone, Greenberg, Sherlock Holmes. That was pretty fun. I know
0: that Invictus, was a letdown for me. It was a letdown. You just
1: don't like the... <laughs> I don't really like... <laughs>
0: I didn't... It didn't... Oh, I did. had a really, really good time. It was a bit too... I guess I have a preconceived idea of Sherlock Holmes. And, right, right. You know? It was a bit too cheeky for me for Sherlock Holmes. Um, bit too... mod. Bit too, like, let's make it all pumped up and shit. Even though I, know, I love, I Ga- I love Guy Ritchie. I had a good time. And there is a new... Sh- he's making Sherlock Holmes, too. Of course. Um, of course. Which is... I think it might be out this year. Um, so that's it for this uh, podcast um, I want to thank you for listening um, I want to remind you about our website sid.com aschoolie.com you can catch us both on Twitter Facebook if you want to see those photographs of our presence most of them are on Twitter or Facebook um, can you just scroll that because I'm losing my mind i forgetting I've said this uh, 300 times yeah how times. could
1: you forget um,
0: <laughs> you can catch us on Xbox Live YouTube as well you've got some, a new video on YouTube um, you can also subscribe to this podcast on the Zoom Marketplace the iTunes Music Store go to com, click on the word podcast subscribe there email feedback to me at acegully don't email you ever because uh, you'll just cough at them right
1: oh what cough at them yeah <clears throat> I'll, cu- I'll huff and cough you know not
0: cough for a little while so
1: I'm holding it back
0: oh good <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, I want to say stay classy uh, Angelina Jolie and the final movie of 2010 for us yeah, that was in this year's running for best movie. It wasn't quite there, was it? But no. It was, it it was, was definitely higher up, up on that In my
1: this. 20s. Yeah. I mean, it, had, it I was above so. average. for. And, you know, there's a lot of not great ones, but... And I'm going to say, uh, think for yourself, or someone will do it for you.
0: And you're going to cough? To burn <coughs> things up? There you go. <laughs>